0: welcome to blessings in Christ I'm Scott Roberts we are a radio ministry striving to bring glory to the precious name of Jesus Christ and to bring joy into your life we are also the Church of Christ the Church of Christ is scriptural in name scriptural in origin Scriptural and doctrine and scriptural and practice. We also wanted to invite you to visit our website. Our website is Blessingsandchristradio.com and please like us on Facebook. Our Facebook is Blessings in Christ Radio. We also wanted to invite you to one of our local congregations. If you're listening to this broadcast in Ohio, we have congregations in Pyro, Baltimore, New Carlisle, and fairborn In West Virginia, we have Church of Christ congregations in Christian Valley and Milton. And if you're in Kentucky, we have Church of Christ congregations in Cannonsburg, which would be right behind Walmart, Paintsville, Carter City, which would be right off of Route 2, and the Southside Congregation in Beattyville, Kentucky. We would love for you to contact us, and you would truly be our honored guest. Please enjoy the lesson today, and have a wonderful weekend.
1: Through my disappointment, strife and discontentment, I cast my every care on the Lord. No matter what obsession, pain or deep depression, I'm standing on the solid rock. I'm standing standing on on the rock, on the rock rock of ages, safe from every storm. all the storm that rages Rich in love, I'm rich But not from, not from sacred, sacred wages I'm standing on the solid ground. Even though He's gone now I don't feel alone now With comfort came the Spirit of the Lord Now with His word to guide me from temptation hide me, I'm standing on the solid rock. I'm standing, standing on, on, the the rock, on, the on the rock, on the, on the rock, rock of ages, Safe there, from every storm, from all the storm, all the storm that rages, Rich in love I'm rich, and rich but not from, not from Satan's, Satan's wages. wages, I'm standing on the solid rock. Now I'm pressing onward, each step leads me homeward. I'm trusting in my Savior day by day. And close is our relation, firm is its foundation. So on the solid rock I'll stay. I'm standing, standing on, on the, the rock, on the, on rock, the right rock of ages, stay, safe from every storm. From All the storm that that rages Rich in love I'm rich rich. rich, But not from from Satan's wages I'm standing on the solid rock I'm standing standing on the rock On the rock 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 of ages ages, Safe from every storm All the storm storm that that rages Rich in love I'm rich But not from from Satan's wages wages, Walk the streets of hear us go. All the saints, saints are coming home forevermore. In the mist is the king. Is the little chain. On my ear Saints have come, come from far and near They're again to know a care But to spend eternal day With the Lord In the midst, In the midst Is the King, is the King. No! In the, In the midst is the king, is is the the king, king. little chair. T- On the cross Jesus died, and was our crucified. It
2: felt felt so uh, good knowing that uh, I was loved, you know, and each and every one of us out there should realize uh, that we are loved, you know, we are loved more than we could ever imagine. And when I woke up this morning, I knew that that love that I had yesterday and last night was still there this morning, and the reason I know that is if uh, I open up my Bible to John chapter 3, and I turn over and I read uh, from John chapter three and verse 16, beginning, it tells me, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have what everlasting life. Think about that. God loved me that much and he gave his only begotten son Why? Verse 17, For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. Now, think about that love right there. Each and every one of us, not only me, but Sister June, Brother Bobby, Brother Brian. We all were loved that much. That much. Now, I know that Brother Scott probably loves me, and you know, he He tells us all many times that he has so much love for us. But listen, he would never, ever, his only son Landon, do you think he would sacrifice his son Landon for me? No, no. Would I give one of my girls here, would I sacrifice them for you? No. And God knew that, you know. God knew man is not going to be capable of performing something this great This grace. So he said, you know what? I love you so much that I'm going to send my only begotten son. And you know what? He's going to die for what? Your sins. For your sins. Think about that. That's love, brothers and sisters. That is love. We won't find any love anywhere that's going to amount to more than that. More than that. Ever. Ever. So as we wake up this morning and we're here hopefully for no other reason but to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth, we need to realize that that love is there. If you have problems and you have troubles in your life, realize God is there. God loves you and he'll help you. He will help you. You know, as we're going through this pandemic, you know, a lot of people are scared. You know, and it's real. You know, they thought at first, oh, this is a made up deal, but no, we have people die. And as Brother Scott mentioned last Sunday, we just hope and pray that all those souls, it's more than, it's not just the body of those people, it's their souls. We pray that those people had made preparation. You know what? God loved them the same as he does us. And he made a way for them to be with him in heaven when this short life is over, and we just pray that those people do. Now we talk about faith. You know, we have to have faith during this pandemic. But listen, there's a difference in faith and just being stupid, right? You hear that? For oh, this. Do you know what this person did? This person licked a toilet bowl. You know, now that's not faith. That's people say, well, God will take care of me. I have faith in the Lord. You know, that pandemic's not going to mess with me. And then you go out and you lick a toilet seat. No, that's not faith, brothers and sisters. That's what we call dumb. That's what we call stupid. That's like saying, well, if I go stand in front of an automobile and let it hit me, then I got faith that God's going to see me through it. No, that's not faith that's what we call stupid stupid so we have to be careful we gotta take advice and we got to do the best we can and then God will be with you God will help see you through this but we can't be stupid and expect that to be faith right that's not faith this morning I want to ask everyone out there a simple question a simple question And when you think you have the answer to this, you can raise your hand or give me a little nod. You know, oh, I know this one. I know this one, all right. I wanna know how many hillbillies, get this, how many hillbillies does it take to change a light bulb? How many hillbillies does it take to change a light bulb? How many know the answer? Let's see a raise of hands here. Bobby knows, Scott knows, And as I look out there, we've got two people that knows the answer. And you know why? It's because everybody's thinking, right? Everybody's got this going through their mind. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can see these pictures in your mind now. You're picturing these hillbillies gathered around this light bulb. And everybody's saying, well, wait a minute. Wait. You know, and everybody's thinking. And you know what? When we're faced with questions, we start to think about things, right? We start to think. And we start to use our mind and there's a lot of different answers, I'm sure. There's only one right answer, but I'm sure if I ask everybody out here, everybody's going to have a different answer. There might be a couple that has more than, you know, they may have the same answer. But when I ask this question and you think, oh, well, that's an easy one, Brother James. But no, no, we start to think, right? And we start to let our mind and all of our answers there's three things that help us when we have to answer a question right it is our experience on the situation you know well wait a minute have I changed the light bulb you know you start to think wait a minute let me think about this let's see we've got a light bulb and i got to change that have you ever changed the light bulb if you have maybe you know the answer maybe you haven't changed the light bulb so then you're going to think a little bit more about it right you say well wait a minute let me think this through right here so it's our experience and whether we've done this or not and then it's our knowledge how much do you know about a light bulb how much do you know about a light you know a younger person the kids here they may not know as much about changing a light bulb right so their answer is going to be different than ours an older person will We'll throw out Bobby. He's probably the oldest person here, you know. An old uh, guy like Bobby, you know, oh, I've changed a lot of light bulbs in my time. But we ask how many hillbillies it takes, brother Bobby, you know. So, we base it on our knowledge, we base it on our experience, and we base it on culture, right? Our culture, how were we brought up? You know, when we talk about how many hillbillies, now a lot of us, I'm from Kentucky, some of the sisters here from West Virginia, Brother Scott is from Kentucky. So you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you making fun of me? Are you trying to say that I can't change a light bulb? You know, it's our culture. How were you brought up? Whereas the people from Ohio, like my girls and Jamie, they're probably laughing about it, right? They're like, he'll be changing a light bulb. It's our culture, it's, our, it's how we were taught, how we were brought up, all of our surroundings. You may think, well, the hillbillies, well, they don't have sense enough to change a light bulb. You know, and they laugh. And they say, that's funny. Well, here's the problem. And by the way, it takes three hillbillies. Three hillbillies. One to hold the light bulb and two to turn the ladder. That's the correct answer. Is that what you had, Brother Bobby? Bobby Bobby had the right answer. All right, so three hillbillies to change a light bulb, but... Here's the problem. A lot of us think that's funny, right? Here's the problem. When it comes to our soul and when it comes to the gospel, people have that same mind thought. People have the same mind thought. When they're presented with a question about their soul, what happens? They start to think, right? Well, let me see. Let me see. No. Well, that doesn't make sense. You know, why would, why would I want to be baptized? You know, why? <laughs> How's that going to help me? You know, what well, so-and-so over here said that you just get saved. And we start to think, right? We think about things. And what do we find out? That all the answers, when it comes to our spiritual life and our soul is found where? Right here. Right here in the book. In the gospel, in the Bible God has the answers God does your thinking for you God will give you the answers Brothers and sisters And what happens With our soul and with our spiritual life After we've been baptized And we're a Christian When we're presented with a question We start to think We start to think, right? And we don't let God God take control When the answers are right here, turn over to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verses 12 and 13. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Greater love hath no man so when we need to know an answer to a question, when we need to search the scriptures, brothers and sisters, God has it for us right here in his words. God has it for us. Turn over to the book of Isaiah, chapter one. Isaiah, one of the, one of the great prophets, and as God came to him, uh, starting there with chapter one, verses, let's read verses uh, one through uh, four. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and what they have rebelled against me. The ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But what Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider, all sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors, they have what? They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. They are gone away backward. What did God show to Isaiah there? He said, these people, they've turned from me. The children of Israel have turned from me. They're evildoers, he said. They're full of iniquity. And I led them. I had all the answers for them. And you know what? They thought that they could do what they wanted to do. What happened? They started to think their own thoughts. Do their own thing. When God said, I, I was the one that had the answers. I was the one that led them out of bondage. He said, and look what they've done. They've turned their back. Go on over to verse 16. Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes, cease to do evil, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Come now, verse 18, and let us reason together, saith the Lord. What did he say? Come now, let us reason together. Now that is a God that loves right there. That's a God that loves. These people had turned their back on God after all that he had done for them. He had all their answers for them. And what happened? They started to think. They started to think, right? When questions came up about things, they forgot about God. They're like, oh no, we got this. We got this, you know. And you know what God said? God said, come, let us reason together. Now that's love right there, right? God didn't say, hey, I'm the boss. Listen to me. God didn't say all of you guys are stupid. Here, I know what I'm talking about. God said what? Come, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and repent, Baal, ye shall be devoured with the sword for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. The mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Come and let us reason together. Right? Over in the book of Matthew let's turn over to chapter 17. If you remember during the transfigurization Peter, James, and John there, they said, hey, let us build three tabernacles, right? Let us build three. Let's start reading there with verse one. We'll go through one through five. After six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart and was transfigured Before them, and his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with him. Then answered Peter. Think about this. Peter thought this over. Peter said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elias. So what happened? Peter thought over this. Here, this this comes before Peter. Jesus is transfigured. Peter said, here, Moses and Elias, he said, hey, let's make three tabernacles, right? Let's make three. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice out of the cloud which said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. What did he say? Look. Did he say, listen to Peter? No. What did he say? He said, look. Hear ye him. Hear ye him. Peter thought it all over, right? Peter said, oh, yeah, Moses lies. Jesus, let's build three tabernacles. Uh-uh. God said, hold it, hold a minute. This is my son. Hear ye him. When we have choices to make, when we have to answer questions concerning our soul, we don't go to some man. We don't go to a preacher. You know, a preacher is just a man. Just a man. He's no better than anybody else. No better than anybody else. You can listen to all the radio programs that they have throughout the world. You can watch all the evangelist shows you want. You can read all the books you want, commentaries, whatever they may be, brothers and sisters, but when we need an answer, God said what? Hear ye Him. Hear ye Him. People don't want to do that, right? People want to make their own choices. People want to have their own thoughts. People want to make their own decisions. There is a way that seemeth right, right? There's a way that seemeth right. But what's the end going to be? What does God's Word tell us? That way seems right, but the end, what's the end going to be? It's going to be desolation, damnation. There's going to be a devil's hell full of fire and brimstone that will be waiting. Oh, I thought I was doing the right thing. That's the way grandma and grandpa talk. Oh, I I know they know what they were doing. They're in heaven. They're in heaven. Oh, yeah. Oh, mommy and daddy told me this is the way it is. No. Get your Bible. God has your answers. God has your answers. Study to show thyself approved. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved. Don't let me tell you what's right because it will cause you to lose your soul. Brother Bobby does a wonderful job bringing lessons. He does most of the preaching here. Don't take Bobby's word for it. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Follow along. Say yes. Brother Bobby, that's what God said, right? That's what God said, Bobby.
0: You're right on. Right on. Isaiah.